swing on down to Ricky's place. This is one of the reasons. Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste. A subtle joke, a touch of class, poured in a tall martini glass. Let's swing on down to Ricky's down to Ricky's place. Hello. Welcome to Rick's Martini Bar. I'm Jerry yeah. McCarty here, yeah. as always, with Rick Farmelo. As Amanda always. Ray- Amanda Raymond. Oh, Cheers. Nice. Cheers. That's the smallest little glass I've ever seen Amanda hold. <laughs> it's a good shot. Oh, yes. And Kidding. we are back, and I am well rested after, uh, after a week off. Jerry relieved himself. Uh, um, but anyway, we're back here, and uh, we have a great topic for you today. We... In response to our listeners, we had we did our 2012 movie previews, and uh, one of our listeners, Susan, one of our very few female listeners, I believe, um, actually said Hi, <laughs> that she uh, she 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 because we were complaining because everything was a sequel from our our 2010 for 2012 12, for the upcoming, upcoming movies with the yeah. Avengers and and all the sequels that were coming out that. She said, well, if you guys are so smart, why don't you tell us your original movie ideas? And so that's what we thought we would do today is we'll, we're each going to do a movie pitch. And I have to tell you that they're not our best ideas because we're saving our best ideas. For real people. For real people. Real pitches, right. Why For real pitches. But I thought uh, since we do have one screenwriter here, Commander Raymond. That you could tell us, <laughs> tell us just the process because I've, I, re- I wrote a script. Thank you very much, my uh, Archie musical. Uh-huh. The, uh, <laughs> and and I know that it's like this big vicious circle. Like to submit a script, you need an agent. To need an agent, you have to have submit, submitted a script. Yeah. So just like go. Through, I know you've gone through that. So what's mm-hmm. just explain to our listeners a little bit about that whole crazy process. Um, well, it, it really depends. I mean, it, it works differently for different people. Like some people can just start off writing a treatment or several treatments, and they pitch it to studios, and they can get an idea made and, you know, a pilot developed or whatever the case may be. But normally you do have to have an agent unless you know people within the studio system. And getting an agent, you have to have two or three scripts that you submit to an agent. If they like you, they pick you up. doesn't even mean that they're going to, you know, push out the script that you sent them. It's like they like your work. Right. And based on your work, you can get other jobs. And really, if you're a nobody, you probably you 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 can't get. It's almost impossible because they don't generally take on. They don't. They scripts. will not take unsolicited scripts. They will, unless right. it's with an agent. They absolutely won't even look at. It. They right. will throw it out yes. immediately. Which yes. probably by legally they to have the, to. Which probably yeah. contributes to the fact there's not original ideas because they're almost afraid to make them. Yeah. It's true. Somebody. It has to be. It has to be. It has to remind them of something else that's been successful. Right. Especially right now, executives yeah. are just so skittish to do anything new, and, and you know, because budgets are so tight. You know, even actors are making less money than they were. I mean, everyone's just like walking on eggshells. They don't want to have this new material that could possibly flop. Yeah. And if you do, mm-hmm. if you generally they'll option a script, which I learned all about this. Yeah. Yes. Is the option, which they're not really buying your script. No. They're just kind of they're renting. Kind of, they're it. renting it, but they can rent it every they, year. <laughs> and, yeah. I mean, they can re-option it every year, awesome. which means they you give get you a cut. little bit of money. Right. Uh-huh. It's a couple thousand dollars. And then they and uh, and then you you they try to see if they can find some some use for it. 
But right. then if not, the option expires. Because they get they line up their lineup for the year of the films they want to do, films they want to go in production. Sometimes it could even start production, but then it doesn't get the funding or whatever the case may be, and then go on to the next year, and they'll option it again. And you can have the same script optioned three or four times wow. by the same company. But what it means is you can't shop it around anywhere else. It means you can't make it, and you can't have another studio look at it. Cool. Speaking of great scripts, we're listening to this theme song to one of the worst movies ever made, The Oscar, with Stephen Boyd. And our hero, uh, who's singing right now, Tony Bennett, is in it. Tony Bennett from it, Love My Heart and San Francisco. Uh, yeah, and this is a theme song to a movie he did. In fact, I think this album came out around the time the Oscar came out, which was 1967. But it's a notoriously bad movie about this guy who wants to win an Oscar. And we'll go to cool. any, any links to get it. Anyway. Great. Well, we have to take a break. And when we come back, you're going to hear... The maybe not the best pitches, but our ideas for original movies from Jerry McCarty, Rick Farmelow, and Amanda Raymond, and I guarantee you they will all be better than Jack and Jill. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back after this message from our sponsors. We are back. Welcome back to Rick's Martini Bar. We are talking about idea pitches for uh, script ideas and. Yes. Uh, Anyway, we, that's what we're doing. So go cool. ahead. Jerry. Well, before we get into it, I have to I have to thank uh, our show sponsor KHTS AM twelve twenty for the show. Is that our hometown can, station? So yeah, hometown is that our hometown station? station? Okay. And you can tell your friends uh, about this, and you can download some of our old shows, like the one we did on the two thousand twelve movies, black and white shows, which, which was to awesome. Do. Yeah. yeah. www.hometownstation.com. And also the machine Morrison Machine Tool Group, leaders in CNC equipment with quality, innovation, and excellence. Go to www.morrisonmachine.com. And uh, you can get this podcast at the iTunes Store or at www.mccartymetro.com. Follow us on Twitter at Rick's Martini Bar. Just follow us on the freeway. And Facebook. Just follow us on the freeway. You can tailgate. It doesn't matter. Just search Rick's Martini Bar, and no matter what you're on, you'll find something. All over the world. And uh, so, okay, so we're ready for our pitches, and I'm going to do my first one, too. And uh, like, Jerry is excited. He's spinning, excited. He's spinning on his bar stool right now. So He's you guys, I'm the pitcher, and you guys be the uh, the producer. So you look like mm-hmm. look like you have a concerned look on your face, and mm-hmm. uh, you don't want to spend any We're developing execs in the room that don't smile. <laughs> Please, what are you doing here? Oh, wait, you should be Robert Evans. You're who? You'd be Robert Evans, and I'll be pitching it to you. <laughs> Where'd you get this idea? Where'd this come from? Who, okay, you, so here's, here's, here's who told my... You, who told you to come and see me? Here's, here's my movie idea. Here, this one, mine is called "Killing Time" is the title of this, and it and it has one of my favorite movie genres, which is time travel. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I love time travel, but the thing I hate about time travels is they're getting always getting stuck in traffic. Is they're always telling you Excellent. don't mess with anything. Yeah, right. don't it makes change no anything. sense to go back point? to time if you're not going to change. Exactly. <laughs> if you can't kill Hitler, why go back exactly. in time? Exactly. And that's my second. Genre that I like was in Inglorious Bastards. Where then there, spoiler alert, then there can't be then there can't be any Holocaust movies, Jerry. So you have cannot kill Hitler. Yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of weird reasons. <laughs> so, so anyway, by uh, my my Killing Time, it stars Jake Gyllenhaal, and so he was going to MIT, where really smart kids go to, mm-hmm. when the World Trade Center bombing happened. Mm-hmm. His freshman year at MIT, and he's uh, and his parents actually were on the plane that left Logan in Boston and crashed into the World Trade Center. So he's super smart, and he's dedicated his life to making a time machine so he can go back 
and stop the World Trade Center bombing and kill all of those terrorists before they take the planes down. So hey, that was the, the World Trade Center was 2001. Yep. Hey, can he do me a favor? Yeah. If he's going to go back there for a could he could he make the Tom Brady fumble against the Raiders <laughs> an actual fumble? Could he just tuck roll? Yeah, the tuck. Yeah. Could he like not have the tuck roll? Could we just make it that it's a fumble? I mean, it's a little thing. Ask him. It's a small You'd thing. It's a little him. sports. Okay, it's a little sports request. That's all I'm asking from him. Okay, but here's my other casting here. Is his so so his parents. Who, who, you know, back then he would have been 18, they'd have been like 40. Mm-hmm. His parents, who he goes back to save, are Sam Rockwell, who I just think is really cool, and Lucy Liu, who's his Asian trophy wife. <laughs> He's remarried. <laughs> and he has to Margaret shows busy, so yeah, we have so to anyway, Lucy Liu. Yeah, so it's... But it, couple twists and turns and he needs to get them to help him because they're the only so he actually has his dad who he's missed for all this time help him. That's cool. That's my idea. Killing time. Well, go I ahead studio. Steal it. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> we dare you. We dare you to make that movie. <laughs> I think that sounds kind of cool. Yeah. It's honest. better than Jack and Jill. It is. Oh, there's, a, yeah. there's, a, there's a lot that's better than there's, Jack there's and Jill. Not, that's Most not really things a, are better a hard than Jack and Jill. Pass, so. the stu- Night at the Roxbury? The Stupids is better than Jack and Jill. <laughs> Oi. Okay, Amanda. Okay. Now it's time if for have, a real If you have an idea, video. yeah. <laughs> uh, the idea that I have actually is loosely based in a novel. It was written in the 1970s. It was a children's book that I loved as a kid. I de- no one's ever heard of it. But it has great potential to be a live action and a stop motion film. It's called Among the Dolls. And the premise is, is there's this young girl, she's 12 years old, her parents move to a new town, you know, she d- misses her friends, she just really wants a bike so she can go out and get to know people for her birthday, they get her this old vintage dollhouse. What the hell is she going to do with the dollhouse? So she starts playing with it and everything, and then eventually, like, she starts getting really nasty with the characters, and she's, the things in her life aren't going that great, and then she wakes up one day and she's in the dollhouse, Ooh. and all the dolls are alive, and she has to find a way to get out. Dolls are creepy. Because they brought her in. And all the dolls... Hey, does G.I. Joe show up and hit on her? They're like... Because he's, like he's on all leave. all Victorian, so they're older, and they're like kind of patchworked, and there's a few of the newer dolls, so it's kind of mishmashed, uh, and the house is like old and falling apart and decrepit. I mean, it could be very Tim Burtonish type film, and it could be yeah. very, very creepy and all stop motion when they're in the dollhouse, and then live action when they're in the real world. Cool. Yeah, doll, uh, dolls creep me out. <laughs> yeah, well, they're supposed to. But the way they're described in the book is like they're just all kind of like mangled and like just like their arms like not like one's longer than the other. So how how old would this girl be? She'd be about twelve. About twelve. So you have a casting person in mind? I I haven't thought of who I should have as the girl. I haven't really seen any actresses that age that I've been like wowed by. There's the one girl that was in Hannah that oh, I yeah, saw. She, was really, she was really good. She could possibly do it. The chick from Kick Ass. <laughs> I think for like voices like the, 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 yeah. there's like a dad and, an, and a mom and an aunt and I think the dad could be like Hugo Weaving oh, yeah. and the aunt's kind of like crazy and insane I think Kristen Chenoweth could be a good aunt Cool. And I haven't figured out the mic because she's just very dark and evil she's like the nastiest character in it mm-hmm. so I haven't figured out who that would be yet but I, think I like it could be that really cool. Cool. I like that gotta mention a couple sponsors real quick PB Imaging for advertising photography and printing Go to www.pbicreative.com and tell them you heard about it at Rick's Martini Bar. And then also sportsmemorabilia.com for quality signed sports jerseys, yes. baseball, football, photographs. Yes. All with a letter of authenticity. 
Follow the link from our webpage at www.mccartymetro.com and we will be back. Again, we'll be back. To hear Rick's pitch for his movie right after this message from our sponsors. And welcome back to Rick's Martini Bar. I'm Amanda Raymond here with Jerry McCarty and Rick Farmelo. But once again, we're talking about pitches, uh, Hollywood pitches, and now we're going to have one from a real pro here, Rick Rick Farmelo, who actually does make pitches, and he's you're not going to give us your best, are you? No, of course not. What are you going to no. give us? Did, well, I'm going to. There are actually I do have like two or three pitches I'm going to be pitching to a couple different studios, but so I won't talk about those. But there are a couple other ones that I can just generally say. That I have ideas for that I need, you know, I can just say it and you won't know what I'm talking about. You okay, could, good. Anyway, one of them is um, it's a very old story, and it's about um, these rats that invade a, a lighthouse. It just, it's just, it's a sort of a random thing that happens. These rats just invade a lighthouse, and this takes place a while ago. I could bring it up into modern age, but it's a really cool. Really cool story. Willard, Ben? They're all there. There's a whole bunch of rats. There's a whole bunch of rats. Every rat you've ever heard of. Anyway, um, that's one idea. Um, I, you know, some ideas are cartoon ideas, so those I really can't talk about because I have to save them for the cartoon, no, gonna, the cartoon people. The cartoon people. Mm-hmm. I do have another idea, which also I can't get into details, that, that features ventriloquist dummies. Whoa. Amanda knows about that one. <laughs> yes, She's I do. She's smirking over there. Oh. So uh, we could do it. Maybe go. How about? Here's a it's wild. It's so idea. crazy. It could actually work. It could. I know. It's it's killed. I'm totally saying could. it can. Okay, right, you're good. too protective. So I got to tell you about. And then there's another one I could do: the oh. horror film with sock puppets. But <laughs> but, but here's the catch: the socks are dirty. <laughs> That's the twist. I know it's been done, but they're dirty socks anyway. <laughs> Dear uh. Lord. <laughs> Yeah, you guys. Uh, we did get a couple submissions from our uh, listeners and tweeters. Uh, we, I, have, I we have tweeters. Do we have tweeters? Oh, we, no, have, we have tweeters. We have tweeters. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're we're moving up. Uh, I love if you saw, people are going to tweet us. I love you know. saw Grant uh, had one where he said he wanted to do. He, he thinks a movie should be made with Jack Nicholson playing Christian Slater's dad. That's too easy. But I got I got the the perfect movie for that. Uh-huh. The Frank Sinatra, Frank Sinatra Jr. story. <laughs> Told from That's Frank great. Jr.'s perspective. Yeah, there you go. Yes. That, that would be that would be an interesting... He was kidnapped, you know. He was kidnapped, yeah. For Tell real. Tell that little story there. That would be a... Well, I don't know the whole the details, but he, when he was... It was in the 60s, I think. And he was, I believe, maybe like maybe 20, mm-hmm. 18. And these guys, these gangsters, kid, not gangsters, but these criminals that ever kidnapped him. And they really did kidnap him. And they wanted to... Frank to pay all this huge ransom. They got they got him back, unharmed, and they they captured they they caught the guys. But what a harrowing thing yeah. it must have been for traumatic. Yeah, but that actually did happen. Isn't that weird? Yeah. yeah. So the, that would be great story. It'd be better than a lot of stuff that is coming out and will come out. But uh, oh, one really quick thing. This is sort of off the subject about sequels, remakes, blah blah blah. But oh, uh, I worked on Beauty and the Beast, as some people know. Right. But they re-released it this weekend. Right. Um, we, 3D. In 3D. Again, it's a 2D movie, hand drawn. It did like 18 million bucks. Wow. Which, Number which, two. Which in placed its second for the weekend yep. for the entire nation, and I'm like really happy about that because I, I know the pretty, 3D. Pretty good. I know the 3D had something to probably do with it, but I think also the fact that it's just it's just a really great movie, I, and it's hand drawn, and people just love great stories, and I think that yeah. bodes well for for and animation. You gotta, and, and I never understood why 
Probably because the matinee thing drags it down a little bit because kids go to matinee movies, uh-huh. so it probably drags it down. The, but the when, when a total, kid yeah. goes, a parent's got to go too. Of course. Yeah. So it's like mm-hmm. double. And I they mean, see it more than once. Kids, the, that, the, kids thing, the thing that happened with Beauty and the Beast, and, and Robert Evans told this story about Love Story. Love Story was a movie. The reason it was such a gigantic hit was because people kept going to see it over and over. They'd take, right. somebody, they'd take different dates. This is what he said. He said they'd take a girl next week and they'd take a different girl. Next week they'd take a different girl. Whatever. But I mean, people is it it got this amazing repeat business. And Beauty and the Beast has done. I mean, Beauty and the Beast did the same thing when it came out. It got a lot of repeat. It's such a romantic. I saw it four times. See, and I, you know, I think that is a problem with today too because the original ideas they do come up with, like. Winner's Bone or Precious, uh-huh. I never want to see those movies. Oh my gosh, ever again. no. They're, Once right. was they're more disturbing. Yeah. And, uh, but, that, but that's what they do. But yeah, I agree with you. I mean, uh, there's movies that, you know, people see Star Wars. How many t- Amanda, how many times have you seen Star Wars? I can't even. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. But yeah, but people would go to the movies. I used to do that too. I would go to yeah. see a movie more than once. I remember seeing Butch Cassidy mm-hmm. and Sundance Kid. I paid to see it. 14 times. 14 times? Yep, wow. in 1969. That's crazy. When it came out. I mean, I watched and then they re-released it in 73, and I went back and saw it a couple more times. Uh, that I mean, is... But but see, that's what, you know, Star Wars, I, my, when my mm-hmm. friend saw Star Wars, he saw it opening night, or opening day, and he he went with some friends, and, and he saw it, and he says, can we stay and watch it again? Wow. He didn't want to leave. He, said, well, he said they saw it a second time. I mean, that's yeah. what certain yeah. movies can do yeah. to you. I, uh, Indiana Jones was the one that, uh, for me, I think I saw that six times. The, I would the, keep, the first one? or first or, one, yeah. So Raise the Lost, Lost Ark. Raise the Lost Ark. And I would keep telling people, come on, we got to go yeah. see this movie. And I'd bring them That's with me and I'd go back. Great, and great movies do that. Hey, you want to see them again and again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but not so much anymore. Well, we're gonna we'll do a, we'll do a, 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 an upcoming podcast on what we think is going to win Best Picture, and we can talk mm-hmm. about the releases for 2011 that are up for Oscars and stuff. We'll do that pretty soon too. We can and then we can sort of get into specifics about what makes movies today not maybe as good as they. Could well, be, the only know. movie I can think of that I've seen so far this year that well, there's two actually that I would watch again. And that would be Midnight in Paris because I really enjoyed oh, yeah, that. Yeah, and The Help. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not even just saying it because I, I help with the publicity for it, but it's one of those films that you, you know, we'd had to watch it again and again to pull clips to do different things for, and you don't get tired of it. Like, you, there's something new that you see every time you see it because it's so well designed. There's so much going on in the background, and everything is just like, oh my God, I didn't notice that before. It's just, it's so, wow. and the acting is so great. The characters are so fun. Like, Terrific you, just, acting, you love yeah. it, you know? Yep, cool. Yep, yep. So, thanks for joining us. Yes. At Rick's Martini Bar. We will see you next week for another episode for Rick Farmelo and Amanda Raymond. I am Jerry McCarty. Still Cheers. Jerry. Cheers. Down to Ricky's place. Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste. A subtle joke, a touch of 